It's your girl, Ash, your favorite stylist, educator, and motivator. Here to listen to and guide you through your circumstances. I believe that the answers to all of our questions are deep inside of us. Sometimes we just need a different perspective to help us see the big picture. Remember, the glass that's half empty is also half full. You have the power. I'm here to assist. Welcome to Ask Me Anything. Let's get started with today's show. It's your girl, Ash, and this is another episode of Ash Me Anything. I hope that you guys are doing wonderful on this Tuesday morning. It's beautiful outside. I'm excited. Guys, today I have a special guest, and I am going to allow my guest to um, introduce herself, tell us a little bit about herself, and, um, I mean, I guess she can go ahead and tell y'all how we met and everything like that. Ma'am, please tell us about yourself. What's going on? Hi, everybody. My name is Tisha. Um, my husband and I uh, own and operate a commercial cleaning business. Um, I'm also a learning and development um, coach. So I coach people on personal and professional development. Um, later this year, I will also be a uh, published author, so I'm excited about Woo! that. Woo! Snap! Yes! Uh, me and Ashley um, met um, unofficially through a women's empowerment group. Um, I think our spirits connected in that moment, yes. um, but we officially established a relationship uh, through a sisterhood uh, circle group I don't really know what to call us yeah so like a, a group prayer of women circle. right <laughs> we're kind of like everything <laughs> yeah you gotta put that sister circle group in there because sometimes we pray and then we get real yeah so, we get real live <laughs> it's been a blessing and um yeah I'm excited to be here with you guys today awesome so today we're gonna be talking about how you know, God is not like people. So I was, you know, with this whole quarantine and Mm -hmm. pandemic going on with COVID, um, you know, a lot of people, we've been in the house, we've been kind of scrolling and, you know, (laughs) watching videos and a little more Facebook here and there. So I've been seeing people post, um, you know, stuff like, oh, you know, I can't wait to get back to church and, you know, all of this different stuff with being in a building, right? Mm-hmm. And so my thing was, you know, it, it's unfortunate to me that people feel like they can't get to God for themselves mm-hmm. and that, you know, they need assistance or whatnot, you know? And so the the second part to that is, that you know God is not like people and a lot of times people feel like they can't go to God for themselves like they don't know excuse me exactly what to say they don't know you know how this goes they don't know how how to do this thing um I don't want to say called prayer because Mm -hmm. you know they don't they they haven't even gotten to that point yet 
fuck. Yeah. Um, as I've been, you know, reading those different posts and stuff like that, you know, y'all know me, I'm an empath, so it's kind of like, whoa, like it just hit home for me because it was so, you know, heartbreaking. And there's been times where I've felt like I don't know what to say, but it was out of shame. It was out of guilt. It was out of, you know, but it was never a matter of like more like a guy gonna hate me type thing or I don't know what to say to him type thing. You know what I mean? Like what what do you feel about that? Um, I think, so I haven't been on social media probably for the past few days. I kind of had to disconnect so Mm -hmm. that I could reconnect. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I, I definitely feel and can see how some people in this time, you know, feel like they have to be in a building um, or feel like they cannot come to God. And, and I will call it prayer because essentially if we put it down in a, uh, break it down in a, um, you know, an easier way to understand, it's just the way that you communicate with God. And right. However you do that is what your form of prayer is. And I think what happens is people have to get out of this notion or this understanding of what traditional prayer is and I believe that there there are different levels and forms and postures of it but when it's all said and done the bottom line is how are how do you communicate with God Um, and that's why I said that's why I said I didn't want to you know say prayer because because it scares people away yeah exactly I think it Mm -hmm. scares people away and Mm -hmm. when we put it to the lamest terms of hey this is just communication. I think yeah. I think that it makes it easier for people to understand how to do this. Now, right. I say that, you know, God is not like people in the matter of, hey, you know, if me and you kind of fell out and we wasn't really talking for a while and then I see right. you somewhere, it's kind of like this, do I say something to her? Do I, right. you know, like, how's she gonna feel? Like, I did her wrong, so how's she gonna feel if I say hi or, you know, can I go touch her baby? Can I go say hi? Like, right. we get kind of scared or we kind of feel like, oh, they ain't gonna really, you know, talk to me. They ain't gonna really mess with me. But, and that's because with people, you have to earn that back. Yeah. Whereas with God, you don't. Exactly. And that's where the difference comes in with where God is not like us. You know, the word essentially tells us to, to come to him to repent or apologize, however you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. It's not a, you know, come to him and repent and apologize and hope <laughs> that he accepts it. No, that's all he wants you to do is to acknowledge your wrongdoing and then immediately in that moment you move forward there is no back and forth and well let me tell you what you did wrong and how you hurt me and I don't really know if we can never be the same again he -hmm. desires that relationship with us he doesn't want to be separated from us or not have any communication with us and that's the difference between you know, God being your best friend and, you know, homegirl being your best friend. There's, there's a there's a difference with the nature of the relationship. Well, when you think about it, though, when, when we're talking about maturity, I believe <laughs> that we do eventually mature into that space. Because think mm-hmm. about what we really want when even if it's a... Um, a love relationship you know what I'm saying we just want the person to acknowledge what they've done to us and to feel mm-hmm. what we feel and then apologize and change the behavior well if we using the term repent repent means to turn repent means mm-hmm. to change the behavior that's that's essentially 
what we want. So is it a matter that God is not like people or is it a matter that people need to be more like God? Like, which one is it? Because you know what I'm saying? Like, I right. think eventually we 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 grow to that point. Yeah. I don't think that every argument deserves a we not talking no more ever because two people don't know how to communicate. And I think that the reason a lot of people struggle with going to God and, and communicating is because of the learned relationships or the yeah. learned forms of communication on this earth. They Nobody's ever opened the door for you to say everything that you feel and then we move forward. It's always right. kind of like, no, you hurt me and then that's it. And you're toxic and you're this and you're that and you know what I mean and then we we kind of like cut people off instead mm -hmm. of saying you know what this is my friend has been my friend for such a long time or whatever okay we're gonna have bumps in the road and it is what it is I do however believe that there are some bumps that you can't come back from but I also believe that there are some bumps that it's like this was just a bump like right. relax and it's, it's, it. it's so funny that you say that when you said you know um is God not like people or are we supposed to be more like God? And I think it's both. And the reason why I say that is because I can remember one day complaining about my husband. We were going through probably, not probably, the roughest time in our marriage. And I remember just on a daily basis, just going to God and complaining, like, I can't stand him. He do this. He not right. I'm done with him. I'm leaving. You deal with him. I'm not dealing with this. Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> and you know I'm going but I'm going in like no filter I'm cussing I'm doing everything mm -hmm. like I'm giving it straight to God raw like this is how I feel about this dude that you done made me marry you know and not only so now I'm blaming God <laughs> for the problems <laughs> in my marriage so it's his fault and God's fault and I remember God pretty much just letting me exhaust myself so like I had nothing else to say mm -hmm. and he asked me he said are you finished <laughs> you know you kind of cock your head to the side like really like, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, I'm done. And his only response was, what if I did you like that? What mm -hmm. if I just threw you away? What if I just spewed out everything that was wrong with you and just said, you know what? I'm just going to throw you away. And it was through my marriage and my relationship with my husband, especially at that time where he, you know, was not necessarily doing right in the marriage. God began to minister me, minister to me and show me pretty much how to be like him how to forgive like him, how to love like him. And, 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 and through that, he would tell me with things that my husband did, he said, you do the same thing to me. And what he pretty much showed me was not only do we relate to God with um, relationships that we have with people on the earth, but we also treat him the same way that we treat people on the earth, which is why people feel like, oh, I can't come to you because I ain't been talking to you. And that's kind of how you feel when you see somebody and you really want to say hi to them or want to kick it with them, but you're like, dang, I ain't really spoke to you in like three months. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Do I call? Do I say nothing? Maybe I should just lay low. Maybe I should just, you know, fall back. And it's the same way we do God. Like, dang, I ain't prayed in like six months. I can't go to God now. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, my mom got the corona and now I want to pray. And But and... see, now that's the thing, though, because I think that that's a part of the manipulation that we have been taught. I don't want to necessarily mm -hmm. say in church, but we have been taught just in life. And subconsciously. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Yeah, just in life. It's, it's, it's like a subconscious like a, thing. Don't come to me now because you need something. And the reality mm-hmm. is, God is like, come to me when you need something. Come to me yes. when you don't need nothing. Come this is when you I, come to come me. Come to me to say right. bye. Come to me to cry. <laughs> right. Come, just come to me, period. And so right. that's the right. difference. It's like, come to me, period. But when you think about that as a parent, it's the same way. I would. My son is 17. Yeah. I want him to be able to talk to me about anything. You know what I'm saying? Come to me. Mm-hmm. Hey, like, trust me. The things that you've mm-hmm. done or experienced or want to experience, I probably have already. And if I haven't, I know somebody that has, and I could probably talk to you and guide you through this thing that you call life. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so we want them to come to us. But again, sometimes there's shame. Sometimes there's guilt. Sometimes there's, you know yeah. what I mean? Now, there is a thin line in using people because your heart still has to be yeah. right. There still has to be an intent right. that you know I'm 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 doing this out of the sincerity of my heart especially when it comes to people because I truly believe that we have um a responsibility when we are calling people our friends when we are calling people our lovers when we are calling people our sisters our brothers or whatever we have a responsibility for their feelings it can't just always be like well you should have known I was a bad person like that's not that's unfair <laughs> That's unfair to say that to somebody. That's unfair to even um, expect that somebody would, you know, feel that way. That's not, that's not the reality. And that's one of the things that I don't like because it's like, no, you don't get to do that to people. You know what I'm saying? You have a responsibility. If you're calling this person your sister, you're supposed to guide them. You're supposed to protect them. You're supposed to cover them. You know, love cover a multitude of sins and things. And love covers all. It just conquers everything. And so if we can choose to love in, you know, the real way, but again, we learn love and we learn relationship and we learn these things through life kind of experiences versus the blueprint that was given to us because when we learn it like that we realize that hey sometimes when people do us wrong it's just kind of what they're going through and it just happened to you know happen I mean if somebody's on drugs I don't think they're necessarily like I'm trying to steal from you in your house only. It's like, no, I stole from every house on the block because I'm trying to get to <laughs> right. the drugs. Like, I I don't, you my cousin and I love you and I ain't really trying to take from you, but um, I seen something and I needed that more, you know? And so we say that people are selfish or whatever, but to realize that they're just in a, a time and space in their life where they're going through something. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, I just, my analogy that was given to me during um, prayer and meditation one day about God and the way that we can go to God was the phone charger. And mm-hmm. one of the things that made so much sense to me is like, yo, so you can be on the 1%, right? If- Mm-hmm. and it can still work you may not have all the fun you may not be able to take a picture you may not be able to surf the web you may not but you still are able to see when a text message come in you still are able to mm-hmm. have a little bit of light if you got to go in a dark basement you still are able to see the so you have like a low a low you don't have full fun mm-hmm. on one percent now what you can you can allow that phone to die before you put it on the charger. You could put it on the charger at 
or you can put it on the charger or 80%, whatever you, the, the goal is to get to and stay at a hundred percent. Right. And so right. when you get to a hundred percent, think about that. The, the, the phone says you are, uh, what it say sufficiently charged, right? Yeah. So Something right. Like that, so right. your battery is sufficiently charged, which means now you gotta go use it. So we right. may, you know, there has to be balance with this thing because yeah, you can go to God and go to God and go to God and go to God, but then there's gonna be a time where God is like, Hey, go talk. Go let's enemy you don't got filled up as much as you can now you need to go let that out you need to go talk to the person or you need to go you know what i'm saying and so i'm like okay so then it, it kept showing me this this vision where okay that's on full but now when you're on empty now i can plug my phone up at one percent and use it on a charger but it's going to charge slow right because i'm using it so that to me was right. kind of like now it's sitting there because the charging part if you just let if you just put the phone on the charger and you let it sit there you're it's going to charge and then if you put it on the phone and you turn it off it's going to charge faster because it's just laying there so there are many different ways to get to god there are many different ways to go to god there are many different like you said, postures and forms. So then I said, okay, God, you showing me that so we can turn it off. Okay, cool. But then there's the the other part where do our chargers ever go hide from us when we let the <laughs> phone die? Is is our charger or, not yeah. work because we let the phone completely die before we went and charged it? Or do we just go put in this it may charge slow. Right. It, it's going to take right. some time to reboot. It's going to take a little right. time to get the charge in there. It sits there. The more it charges, the more it sits there, the more it charges. Then it charges. Right? The phone turns on. Right. Because charged fully. We're getting charged. It's starting to turn us like, oh, okay, now you at 30%. Okay, now I can still charge you with the phone being on and then maybe you got a lock code or something on your phone. So when you hit the unlock code, it take a little while for everything to start functioning, but at least it's on. And that's the thing. When I got that revelation, I'm like, wow, this is where we go wrong. We go into our prayer closets scared sometimes. Or we don't go because we're scared when God never went and hid. Our chargers never go and be like, I'm hiding under the pillow because nope, you didn't. You waited until you totally died. You waited until it got the 2% and then you want to come and try to charge now? No. Our, our chargers yeah. don't do that. And God doesn't do that. It, it's like, no. Yeah. Granted, time being in mm -hmm. us not talking, you know what I'm saying? Kind of gives that I wonder if she gonna say hi. I wonder. If right. It's more of a odd feeling for you than it is for God. God is like I'm fully and, charged. Well, right. I'm always. And you you hit on a, a a few key points, and I'll never forget when I was in that space. Um, and I've been in that space 
several times. <laughs> and I, you know, I think, you know, I try to tell people, especially people who are new in their walk, um, this connection that you feel right now, because you're being intentional about it, um, there will be times where you don't feel it. And that's okay, because it's normal. We're people, we get caught up in life. And that's what really happens is life will, or situations or circumstances or relationships will get you busy. Mm -hmm. And what will happen is little by little, that relationship that you have intentionally been nurturing and building um, becomes less and less important. It's almost like a dating scenario. And that's how God explained it to me. Mm -hmm. um, in the beginning, it's always God who courts us, right? Mm -hmm. how, how have I drawn thee with love and kindness, right? right. So he courts us. Um, and then, you know, we kind of go through this honeymoon phase where it's just like, oh my God, God is so perfect. God is everything, you know, cause he's showing you things. Um, you're finally witnessing his, his grace and his mercy and his goodness. And you're just starting to learn him. And, you know, then you go into the, okay, now we're dating. So now it's official. Like, this is my dude, like, this is my God mm -hmm. and you become, um, personal. And, and now you're really trying to get to know this person intimately. And then you're in a relationship. And before you know it, the early mornings of I love you and I adore you and I, I worship you and you are everything kind of goes to, hey, God, what's up? You know, to once in a while rolling over and saying good morning. So before you know it, you're kind of in this routine where it's just like, oh, I'll holler at you. Uh -huh. And before you know it, you're, you know, down the line three, four months in the relationship with this person. You kind of look over and realize like, oh, we haven't really talked in a while. I don't really know what's going on with you and vice versa. He doesn't know what's going on with you because the communication has stopped. And a lot of times when you were talking about um, finding the charger, um, I can remember me getting to that point where, you know, I'm in a relationship where I'm like, ah, I holla at you. And then being in a place of desperation where now it's not that I'm a holla at you. I need you and I can't find you. And I'll never forget when I finally began to just get still and really just start to uh, reflect, I heard him clear as day. He said, I'm right where you left me. I'm right where you left me. You got to, you have to come back to where you left me because I didn't leave you. It feels like I left you, but the truth of the matter is you left me. So where did you leave me? Let's go back. Oh, at the beginning of this situation, things began to get hard and you just felt like, you know, throwing in the towel or you no longer want to talk or you so somehow y'all we got disconnected and i don't know what that was about but tisha was just like going in telling us about um the relationship phases that god had revealed to her with you know having this relationship with god and and people and how this goes so go ahead tisha Willis back in, girl. <laughs> so I'll um I'll kind of summarize it uh pretty much with the the parable of the prodigal son, right? Okay. To me, that is the perfect picture um of the relationship that um God desires to have with us and the relationship that he has with all of us. And essentially, if you haven't read it, I believe it's in the book of Luke, but essentially um what happens is that um, the son go pretty much asks his dad for his inheritance and he kind of goes off and lives his life. Um, and then he comes to a point where he has nothing. He's at that point of desperation. 
um, and makes the hard decision to come back home, essentially with his his tail between his legs, right? Because mm-hmm. now he done went out into the world, he done had his way, he done did what he wanted to do, he done partied, he done, you know what I mean? Live, he done lived his life, right? YOLO, mm-hmm. right? And he has to come back to his dad and essentially say, okay, I, I, I necessarily didn't know my way. I, I do need you. I do need your help. And his father has the opposite reaction of what he think he thinks he's going to have. He thinks, you know, he comes back and pretty much asks his dad, you know, I'll work with the servants. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, you know, you can just feed me with the, the pigs or whatever the case may be. And his father essentially says, no, you are my son. And he rejoices that he's home. Let's had celebrate because he had a party. I mean, and gave him the best of the best and said, because you are my son and we are going to celebrate that you have come home. And God is the same way with us with the relationship. Every single time we come back, and I believe the scripture talks about bringing us, us turning away and coming back to our first love. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, like I said, we get busy and we get caught up and you always have to come back to that point and right where you left God. And the beauty about it is that he is there with open arms. And I always give the the air of caution because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, there may be consequences, you know, there may be repercussions for what you have done, but he is a God. And I always say Tasha Cobb said it perfectly gracefully broken mm-hmm. you know he he he's not gonna um make you go through these lessons and learn these harsh lessons to break you but it's gracefully broken meaning after you come from that broken place it's gonna make you better there's a lesson that you've now learned there's a there's another level that your understanding is going to be brought to not only about your situation and the re- revelation that you get but about him now you learn who he is a little better. Right. And the, and the thing, too, is that, you know, when we talk about correction, um, it's supposed to come from love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you can't, I'm not going to allow you to correct my kid and he doesn't know you because Mm -hmm. you know I always say like I'm not gonna let you put your hands on my kid if you can't also pick my kid up and take him to the movies and spend a little time with him and 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 put good into him why would I let Mm -hmm. you hit him why would I let you chastise him and he doesn't even know you and the no doesn't mean like oh that's Auntie Tisha or like that no he knows you but do you know him? Have y'all had conversations? Have y'all, you know, mm-hmm. because a lot of times, well, what was they saying? Like, oh, I did these things in your name. And he like, get away from it. Like, I don't know you. Like, mm-hmm. you, you use my name. That's mm-hmm. like going to get a job. I could say, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to put down T-shirt. But do right. I know her? Because you can <laughs> right. go to Wendy's and see somebody in the, you know, and see their name tag and write their name down, but you don't know them. And you have right. to know. And just like, if I'm going to allow you to use my name, I got to mm-hmm. know you. I'm not going to let you write it down and then you be quitting jobs and stuff and you go screwing my name up. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's like it's the same thing, but with that comes with building the relationship comes 
trust. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And that's one of the biggest things that we have to remember when we are talking about, you know, going back to God. Um, it's more of a, you know what, God, I really do trust you. Like it is right. what it is. Like I trust you. I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna meditate and I'm gonna pray and I'm gonna figure this thing out one way or the other. Cause I truly believe that God is in the center of us all. I truly believe right. that. I believe that you have to sit with yourself. I believe that you have to look in the mirror and really say, like, this is who I am, and I'm deciding that I'm going to change, or enough is enough. I'm tired, right. and I want to lay my burdens down. And you go, and you sit, and you do that thing. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to be renewed. You're going to be refreshed. <laughs> like, like nobody's right. business. You know what I'm saying? But the I, I guess my 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 goal for today is to you know always bring a different perspective but to really get people to understand like don't be scared don't be afraid don't 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 none of that whatever you need whatever you need you can go and get yourself buildings are closed you know, yeah. you may not have access to a Bible. I don't know. But what I do know is that, is that God is there. God is ready to listen. But you got to sit. You have to go yeah. into your quiet place. You have to sit. God is in the center of you. And you yeah. got to sit in your quiet place. And really, if you if it's time to release, release. Yeah. It's okay. Because the reality of being full is you can be full of crap. Or you could be full of goodness. You know what I'm saying? So you <laughs> right. could be full like on that charger and be all the way full and be full of goodness because you know, pray, 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 and meditate and meditate and you got all this good stuff and and now you need to go give it out to the world so that you know it can go down a little bit. Now you're at 80%, now you're at 70%, and then you go back and you get refilled. But you could also be very full of crap where you need to go and dump that thing on God and be like, listen, I'm done with right. this. I don't want to do this no more. Can help me, change me, you know, whatever, whatever it is. I don't want to smoke no more. I don't want to drink, I, whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? I'm tired of being a liar. Whatever that thing is, you need to go and you let that, that out so, so that it can be fully depleted so that you can be full, filled with something else. But don't ever be afraid because the charger never runs and hides under the pillow. The charger yeah. never goes in the closet because you waited until you were burnt out to come. It doesn't matter. You can come at 90%, you can come at 0%. And God right. is still going to be there ready to charge you up no matter what. Now, of course, if you come at 90%, it ain't going to take that long for you to get back to 100. But if you come at zero, it's going to take a little right. while to reboot and to restart and to turn on. But once you're on, you're on and it's going to keep going and keep going and keep going because you are at the bottom. You have only one way to go and that's up. Right. So and I, I love... Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. I well, I was going to say, I, I, I love the, the charger analogy. And as you were talking... I, and you were talking about um, not coming back at zero percent. It made me think about how fair the phone is, the device, the you, right? Um, because essentially we're comparing ourselves to the phone. So right. the phone does what? It gives you a warning, mm -hmm. right? 20% getting a little low. It's time to go start looking for that charger. Okay, you didn't? Cool. 10%. Mm -hmm. We getting real low, mm -hmm. right? 
Like, and this is my last warning. The next warning is I'm just going to shut you down. Like, I'm, you're just going to be cut off. Complete. And I feel like our <laughs> spirit, man, right, like, now you're just done. Like, we're just going to cut these lights out, and now you ain't got no choice but to go look for the charger. Right. And I feel like um, we do, the, our spirit does the same thing. And I mentioned in the beginning how I haven't been on social media because I've learned to listen to my spirit man. And my spirit man was pretty much telling me, you need to, you need to, you need to recharge. Got to reboot. Got to, got to, got to sit the phone down too much time on the phone, right? Because there's a lot of downtime now and there's too much time on the phone. Mm Got to reboot. Get off that TV, stop watching the news because it gives you anxiety. Mm Got to reboot. And um, especially with what's going on now, I believe that God has given us a global call to mm-hmm. recharge and reboot. Mm-hmm. A lot of us don't have anything to do. And because we're so used to being busy and not being productive, now we don't know what to do. A lot of people are lost right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are falling into depression right now because they're so used to having things take up and suck up that time so that I don't have to think about this bad relationship. Now some of us are forced to be stuck in the house with that person mm-hmm. and you got to deal with things head on, head on. So now what? But it causes... Bow. This is still one of those situations where I'm like, God loves us so much where... Mm-hmm. We, it, it, it's like I want my kids to get it so I'm going to because I created them all mm-hmm. I am going to make sure that all of them get it and they all gonna get it at the same time you know what I mean like right. hey it might have not have been you specifically Tisha you might have been yeah. praying and you might have been meditating and you might have been connecting but guess what the other kids that was over here, they was doing so everybody in trouble. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. This, this is like that old school whooping. Like, everybody like, going to everybody bed. Everybody line up. Everybody <laughs> getting attacked. Cause dog, I said sit down. You know what I mean? Right. Now my couch broke. Now the bed broke. Everybody was in. It don't matter. You was in there. You getting it. Right. So it's kind of that thing, but it's also in love because it seems like a harsh punishment. But think about what's on the other side of facing the relationship and realizing this no longer serves me so I'm either gonna let it go or you know what I forgot how much I love you and I'm sorry I was so busy and it's going to rekindle the love and it's going to reconnect think about the children our children are with their teachers I know my son you know sometimes at the school he would go and kind of visit his aunt sometimes so we wasn't seeing each other as much as we could now we're in the same house under the same roof you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. constantly on a daily so we have no choice but to make tiktok videos and laugh and you know what i mean mess with each other and play because it's almost like wow we forget sometimes because like you said we are so busy but the 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 grace that we get from the other side of this is that we're going to be able just to see just how much we gain from this a lot of us are saving money now because we're working Okay, we're cooking now. Yeah, we got bills and stuff, but we're we're still saving on the money that we would have went out to eat with and stuff because you know now people are fearful or scared or whatever they don't want to order out, so they're going to the grocery stores and being very careful, wiping things down, and at least they know at their house. I know I cleaned that. 
I know I cleaned right. that. Food. I know I cleaned that, you know, whatever, that vegetable or whatever, so I can cook it and I'm going to eat it. And I know my family is going to be safe. It, the mothers are being put back in their place of, you know, and I don't mean mothers, just someone that has a child, but I mean mothers across the board, like the the one, the, the glue, the big mamas, the mm-hmm. people that are holding this thing together. The fathers are in the house, you know, some of them. And, and it's, we're building the families back up. And I have said this before, um, you know, being in, in ministry school, I'm like, ch- churches are filled with healthy families or at least they should have been that's how they Mm -hmm. grow right so if we can get the family together you know what I mean because now that we don't have a building to go to what do you do on Sundays I mean granted there's Facebook but how many elderly don't have Facebook my dad doesn't right you know what I'm saying? He does have a smartphone finally because he had a flip phone for 70 years. You know what I'm saying? But he finally got a smartphone. So he has access to get Facebook, but that's not something that he's necessarily interested in. So if he's not watching YouTube or whatever, but guess what? My dad has been a deacon for a long time. And every morning I see him up making his coffee, also reading his Sunday school lesson. Right. And sometimes we sit and we talk about it together. Last week he was a guest on my podcast. You know what I'm saying? Because now we're sitting there where my dad, he probably would have never been a guest because usually <laughs> I'm, you know, kind of right. chilling or at my own house or whatever. And I decided like, I'm going to go be quarantined with my parents. I'm going to go hang out <laughs> with them a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't have even been here. So this is also such a blessing, but it's the blessing in a yo get reconnected because i do believe that once the world reopens mm-hmm. i don't think it'll be the same which in some ways is a good thing because some things that we have to get go away with and then come with the new so the 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 good things that are coming is we're gonna be connected prepared and ready for this next thing think about the prophets those of us mm-hmm. that have you know gifts and stuff we are able to truly sit and stir up that gift and work on that gift and work on it and work on it so when we go back into the world when we go back into the churches when we go back into these places um you know we are able to be exactly who we're supposed to be instead of being robots because see what has happened Mm -hmm. is we had been designed as robots so we was out here doing 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 i gotta work i gotta go i gotta go to sunday school i gotta do this i gotta do i got to i got to i got to instead of being with no intention and no purpose. <laughs> no direction either. No direction. Now right. we'll have a direction. Now we'll know exactly who we're supposed to connect with. Now we're having dreams. Everything is vivid. Everything is bright. We're eating healthy. We're drinking water. We're 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 exercising. We're doing all the things that we thought that we didn't have the time to do. And now we are granted the time. So within this time, I say to people, please do not be scared to take a moment. I get it. If you haven't been with yourself and you're not an introvert and you're not really sitting at home and are not comfortable with that, I get it. It's hard to face yourself. It's hard to face your demons. It's hard to face your good. It's just hard. But guess what? Do that mirror work. Take your time. Look in the mirror. Take your time. I don't care if you got to lay on the floor. I don't care if you got to sit in the closet. Whatever it is that you got to do, don't be afraid to connect because God is not like people. God not about to give you the side. I like, you ain't talking to me all week. <laughs> don't try to right. talk to me now. Like, right. 
You know what I'm right. saying? Don't come asking me for my money now. You ain't even talking <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, no, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be just like Tisha said, like the prodigal son. Like, guess what? Every single time you come home, it's a party. Right. It, it, it may come with some bumps and some bruises. Right. You may come limping home. Right. You know what I mean? You you may have a broken arm because you decided that you wanted to go out and live your life away and, and without direction and without, you know, the, the spirit moving. But guess what? It's okay. Come home. Right. Come home. That's that's the charge for today's podcast. Come home and don't be afraid to because God is not like people. Do you have any um closing remarks, Tisha? Um, no, I, I think you, you ramped it up perfectly. You know, God is, is, is not like man and we are, um, so blessed <laughs> that he's not, um, right. I tell people all the time, I'm so thankful that he's not like me because if he was like me, he would have gave up on me a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's a song and I'll kind of end my, my thoughts with this song, um, you know, don't give up on God because he, he won't give up on you. Um, mm-hmm. And so always remember that he is able. Yes, I was singing that the other day. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song because it's yes. so serious. It's so and, serious. And it's true. You know, he, he doesn't true. he doesn't give up on us. So No, it's very true. So I thank you, Tisha. How can we find you on social media? Um, I do have a Facebook, um, Letitia Torres. It's L-E-T-I-T-I-A. Uh, I believe it's Letitia T.T. Butterfly Torres, T-O-R-R-E-S. Um, I'm also on Instagram, not too actively on Instagram at the moment, um, but I am on Instagram under uh, Blessed in Bougie, and it's in the letter N for Blessed in Bougie. <laughs> blessed in Bougie. Bourgeois. Okay. <laughs> Bourgeois. <laughs> So I thank you for coming on today. I thank you for being my guest. Guys, please go and follow Tish. Um, she, like she said, she has a book coming out. So I will keep you guys posted about that. Until next time, remember, you can ask me anything. Peace.